Hey there, and thank you for joining us here at I-80 Sports. Today, we're talking about some fantasy football players, some who fooled us and some who are going to do it again. Starting out with some tech issues on Twitter already. You got, you know how I, I hate that. I'm terrible at plugging my, uh, my intro anyway, but... We got to move on. We're here at ID Sports, Steve. Uh, we're here. We're talking about some fantasy players, some who fooled us this year, and some mm. we just can't quit who are going to fool us again. Sometimes <laughs> that's all right. We all have those guys, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this this whole this whole fantasy season was just full of foolery. So we'll just see what happens. You know, let's see what players we have to talk about for this. So I'm going to start, and I'm going to start with our cover athlete for this episode, and that's Tyler Boyd. After two straight 1,000-yard seasons in 2018 and 2019, he had a down year in 2020 with 841 yards and only four touchdowns. I expected a big bounce back, Joe Burrow, a much more powerful offense. And hey, an offense doesn't necessarily mean you have too many mouths to feed when you have all these great players. If they're going to find the end zone, I expected Tyler Boyd to have a great season. Well, enter Jamar Chase having a historic season, uh, lighting the league absolutely on fire, and Joe Burrow throwing 110 times to T. Higgins targets that should have gone to Boyd. Boyd finished with four straight touchdown games, which pads his stats all the way up to wide receiver 29 on the season. But his managers will remember weeks thir- uh, up to week 13, where he was only wide receiver 38. He's going to continue to struggle as a third or fourth fiddle in this offense. Who knows? They have a tight end catching passes now, but he's being drafted as a wide receiver three. He's not going to finish there again next year. And it's, you know, this recency bias, four straight games with a touchdown. That's not who he is. Tyler Boyd uh, made a clown out of me this year, and you got to stop doing uh, letting him do that to you. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, it, it we. I, I will, one of the things that I'll be analyzing later on in the offseason is teams that had multiple players finish within the um within the top 20 I mean top 24 you know the why yeah. and the, uh it, it, you'll there there are some teams and I and I think the Bengals made that made the cut just all three cut. yeah uh, um I'm gonna go to mine and I'm choosing a wide receiver that finished number six on the season in 2021 and that was Tyreek Hill he he scored he uh he scored 244 points that was good for 14.34 14.35 points in half PPR you know he he had 111 receptions 1200 1239 yards and nine touchdowns that's great but i i, I did a deeper dive because one thing that i noticed about Tyreek Hill this year was that he didn't have the typical boom games that he would have the typical boom stretches of games. And so I broke down, I broke down his numbers three ways. Um, One games under 10 points games where he scored between 10 and 19 points and games that he scored over 20. And the numbers are going to shock you here. He had nine games under 10 points, nine games over half the season. And, and he had three games only had three games where he scored between 10 and 19 points. And and those big boom games that he's known for, the twenty plus point games, he only had five of them. And and, and you know the bit the bi- here's the thing that shocked me: those five games where it, where he had over twenty points, which was one hundred and forty four point nine points total, that was fifty nine percent of his fantasy. That the fifty nine percent of his total points. If this was like, Amari Cooper 
putting up these stats, we would have him crucified as the ultimate boomer bust player. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is this is even worse than that. Nine games. That's half of his games of this season, meaning more than half of your fantasy season. He was a liability to be on your roster. Exactly. And if you and and if you take if you take the twelve games where he's where he scored between um between under ten and nineteen points, like it, 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 he only it, he he would have only came out to ninety nine point one points, which would have put him at wide receiver fifty nine, right behind Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's not where we want to see Tyree Kill. Certainly not being drafted as the number one or number two wide receiver off the board. Exactly. But I have one for you too. Someone who fooled me this year, and that's Dak Prescott. Oh, there were, were so many storylines last season. Obviously, he had that bad injury, but he was on historic pace at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, this season, he finished quarterback nine, and for me, he'll be known as the invisible man. Um, going down the stretch, weeks 11, 13, 14, and 15, all of which maybe have been your fantasy playoffs or a fantasy playoff implication game, he scored just over 10 points in each one of those matchups. What may be worse is some of that I projected being you know, a top quarterback and busting. What's even worse than that is that he was completely unpredictable, beating the snot out of some really good teams and scoring a ton of fantasy points. Then he plays against KC, Washington, the Giants, and puts up stinkers. I don't draft players I can't trust, and I don't draft players that I can't predict. And he did both of those things this year. Um, And, you know, I want to throw something on a personal note. You know, at the end of this season, he saluted fans for throwing things at the refs just childish and inexcusable it took him a couple days to apologize for if you're going to be the quarterback of a franchise like the Dallas Cowboys you can't make those statements you can't applaud people for throwing things at a ref and and try to act like an adult Mm -hmm. out there he's none of those things I want a quarterback with a decent head on his shoulders I will take the quarterback 10 who's going to score me 18 points a week over this bomb any day. Yeah, and um, it, the NFL just fined him like $35,000 for, for that comment. Oh, $35,000. Yeah, Steve, you, you made a bad comment. Give me 15 cents. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, uh, well, my my player is also my next player is also a quarterback, and I'm going Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans. And, and the thing is, he was quarterback 12 in 2021. He had 272.96 points, which was good for 16 uh, 16.06 points per game. But again, I'm looking. I, I looked at his QB one finishes and his QB two and lower finishes. You want to know how many QB finishes QB one finishes he had? I'm guessing it's a low number. Five. He had five QB1 finishes where he totaled 111.58 points, which was 41% of his total points. QB, he, the last 12, his last 12 games, the, the, the other 12 games, he was averaging 13.37 points per game, which was 59% of his total uh, which was 59% of his total points. I, I, I took it. I took his, uh, I took his 12 games and I extracted it out to a 12 to a 17 game season. If he had, if he had performed at, at the, at the more average numbers, he would have finished as QB 22 on the season right behind big Ben and just ahead of Trevor Lawrence. So in in other words, in 2021, 71% of his season, you were most likely disappointed with Ryan Tannehill on your fantasy. Ryan Tannehill ended up as quarterback, I believe 11 in most formats. I had him in my pre-draft ranking as the most accurate. I had him at quarterback 14. So I was 
I was out on Tannehill. When someone mm -hmm. puts up these numbers like he did in the past that are just so ungodly efficient, you can't say he's special like no one else in the world. He's just that efficient. You need to put your thinking cap on, strap that bad boy up there, and say it's going down. Regression yeah. is happening. You can't just say A.J. Brown looks good in tight pants. That's not good enough. You need to look <laughs> at what's going on, and, and that should have been easy. That should have been for everyone. Yeah, uh, you know, and having A.J. Brown and Julio Jones in and out of the lineup the entire season totally did not help with that efficiency. Of course and I, and, I, and, if, and if I was to go back and look at those um, QB1 finishes, I bet you that A.J. Brown or Julio Jones had monster games in those games. But I, 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 mean, I didn't have enough time to analyze that. He's not throwing the ball to himself. We'll hit that during the offseason. Let's move on and talk about my player who I'm going to let fool me again. And now, now this is kind of... You know, kind of means whatever it wants. Everyone's going to think it means something else to them. For me, I picked players who people might have made fun of me for, for, for selecting. But I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I'm, I'm going to do it again every time. Guys, I love even if they're not top-tier players. And my man crush number one, Melvin Gore, a player I just won't quit. It's like a broke-back player. Just, just, just can't quit him. <laughs> Running back 18 on the season, all I heard was how he was going to take a back seat from Javonta Williams, who had an amazing rookie season and got a lot of touches in the second half. However, Melvin Gordon had only 12 less carries than in 2020 and proved once again he's a solid NFL running back. He's older now, he's 28 years old, and he's headed to free agency. Wherever he goes, he's going to be a running back too. This is the case. Follow their production. Follow what's happened for years. Every team he's gotten disrespected he's been traded he's played for three different teams all that said oh we're gonna get someone else and he still contributed he never had the second half slump he was supposed to have according to nfl analysts this year yeah even when javonta williams had great games currently his adp is 78 at running back 31 some of that is because there's uncertainty as to where he plays next season he will play there are teams in the nfl who need melvin gordon's services follow the money Follow the stats, follow the history. Melvin Gordon is going to be a fantasy asset next season. You get him for basically free, for basically free. The same spot where Dookie Johnson was going er earlier this season. You could have <laughs> Melvin Gordon, plug him, play him at that price. If you can get a running back two in the sixth or seventh round, that's all you need. Melvin Gordon, fool me again, baby. Let's go. Uh, I, I mean, there are offenses that he could definitely go to and thrive on. Houston, Houston, Atlanta, and Miami um, come to mind. Um, but I'll I'll talk about that when I when I write my article for um, for running back for running back free agency predictions um, because there there's some spicy ones that are going to be um, free agents this year. And Melvin Gordon, uh, he he would definitely you know since he's not no at one's 30, no one's paying Melvin Gordon thirty million dollars. I mean he's no. going to go somewhere for he'll he'll get a two year deal he'll get a two year yeah. deal somewhere. I I say I. I a spoiler, I think he's going to go to Atlanta. And if he goes to Atlanta at, with Matt Ryan, he's going to ball out. He's yeah, going to be exactly. a baller. What's he making right now? He's making uh like cap hit cap hit a seven, 7.5 million. Yeah. He'll make a third of that, uh, two thirds of that. He'll make five and a half, six million next season. He'll take Probably. a $4 million signing bonus, which is just chump change. Yeah. Well, I'm going to move. I'm going to, we're going to move on and I'm going to go to my player and uh, the the one that I when I looked at this a fool us again I looked at it more from a community base rather than myself being yeah, fooled by yeah. this player uh, 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 and so um, 
Oh, we Broncos will keep him. Oh man, if the Broncos, I, I well, it's that depends possible. on the head coach. That depends on the head coach. Vic Fangio is not going to be there, so we'll see. I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. Zeke finished running back six on the season. He scored 227 points. Uh, you know, 13.39 points per game. Good for him. You know, he had a thousand yard season and added almost 300 yards receiving as well. 12 total touchdowns. Awesome. But again, let's look at some of these numbers. He had seven, he had seven RB1 finishes. Okay. That's, that's, that's okay. You know, seven RB1 finishes where, you know, because that's better, you know, you get a better sample size there. And he had four RB2 finishes. And, but, but the points per game dropped drastically in those RB2 finishes from 19 points to, to 12 points. And then his he had six games, six of them, where he had RB3 or worse finish. And he only and it, and he was scoring 6.9 points per game. And and this is another case because because 60% of of Zeke's uh, 60% of Zeke's points came in those seven games. This is another this is another case of a of a player who had a small sample size inflate how he really did. Because and, and the reason why people are going to be fooled by him again is because Zeke finished ahead of his ADP. In the off in the offseason, he was between the eighth and the twelfth running back taken in most mock drafts. But uh, but but he finished as the RB six, and uh, you know, so seeing Zeke finish ahead of his ADP is going to give future fantasy minds the bright idea. Well, keep him as a top twelve running back when the numbers I, I, I show that, that, that he's not. Could I, I agree with you? I don't think he's he's going to show out to be a top twelve again in his career. You know, I took a lot of slack his rookie year on this show. I said he's already had the best season of his career, and that was absolutely right. right. It was the best season of his career. Um, What I don't like, I think he's going to be rated much lower because I have my ear on the pulse of uh, the Twitter community in fantasy football, Mm -hmm. and his ADP is going to plummet because Pollard put up a lot better numbers and looked better at times, but I just have to defend Zeke for a minute. Very few players in the NFL run like Ezekiel Elliott, and Pollard is much less um, productive in games where Zeke doesn't play. It's after trying to tackle a player like Ezekiel Elliott with your arms and just getting your face blown off <laughs> that a, a more smaller finesse, quicker back can can drop in and succeed. So I love Zeke Elliott as a player. I think he's a lot more to the offense than the stats he puts on the board. Pass protection. I mean, we've I've watched him knock some linemen out. He yeah. gets that done. So I, I love what Zeke Elliott brings to the team as a whole. Dallas Cowboys are much better with him on the team, whether or not he's the player carrying the ball fifty times well, a game. Which one 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 more yeah. one more thing. Uh, our news story a news story came out from Fantasy Pros that that was saying according to the Athletic, Zeke Elliott was playing with a torn PCL since Week Four. Yeah, yeah, and you are and you are absolutely right um, that his that his rookie season was his best season. 1600, 1600 yards. He, he, he you know, fourteen hundred, thirteen hundred. Now a thousand. Yeah, I, I, I'm done. I, 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 he's gonna, he's gonna. I, I, I hope that he's gonna right. be on the field a lot next season. I, I. We're going to fight about this all offseason, and we will continue, but we do have to move on. The next player that I'm going to let fool me again, a player that I'm going to draft until I get burned at least three more times, 
<laughs> DK Metcalf. I love DK, DK Metcalf, and I will fanboy for the Seahawks every chance I get. I want to bring up some stats that very few people are going to believe. And my, my hypothesis here is the problem with DK Metcalf was the price and the productivity in 2021. He went very early in drafts, and he finishes wide receiver 12, but he left a lot of bad taste in players' mouth around the middle of the season. What happened at the middle of the season? Well, Russell Wilson came back early from an injury he should not have reported back from, exactly. in my opinion. No, with a right. healthy Russell Wilson and with Geno Smith. Steve, what do you think about Geno Smith as a quarterback? <laughs> with Russell Wilson and Geno Smith healthy... DK Metcalf was on pace through eight weeks, 1,232 yards, 17 touchdowns, 83 receptions. That would have put him ahead of Jamar Chase at wide receiver five, and no one would have been upset at all. However, he scored about 60 points less than that during this season, and DK killed you down the stretch. Now, he's Not a big athletic the- player. Yeah. I love big athletic players, and uh, I'm going to let him do it again. We don't know what the future holds for Mr. Wilson. But if he can contribute with Geno Smith and not lose a step, then I don't care who's quarterback for that team. I, I kind of do care, but like you know, just follow <laughs> my point here, Steve. I don't care. I'm drafting DK. He can upset me again. He can. We can go on a five-year, uh, you know, have a little thing. Uh, my fling with DK Metcalf is not over. Um, I, I will say that he did not in the fantasy playoffs. You know, he, he had that three-touchdown game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the championship. Yeah. And then against Chicago, he had eleven point one points. And then against the Rams, he had eight point two. Okay, that wasn't the best. But but if but you drafted him in the second round, you didn't have a first round buy. Yeah. But but you know the the one two four five six games uh, the the I'm sorry the five games leading up to the fantasy playoffs that's where you got burned by him because 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 his numbers were down the toilet. Finish but, this up, Steve. What? Player who is going to fool you again? <laughs> well, I'm going with the community. Remember, I'm going with community, not me. And this is and this is Cordella Patterson, uh, at the running back from Atlanta. Uh, and you know, he finished RB nine on the season and you know, he, he had, he had 600 rushing yards, 500 receiving yards, 11 total touchdowns. Great. Good. Good for him. You you know, to many players, he, to many fantasy uh, players, he was, I mean, fantasy football players. He was a gem this season. Unexpected focal point of the Atlanta's offense. So why is he a fool us again? Well, it's simple. Patterson is going to be 31 years old next year. And if the fantasy playoffs are any indication of his decline, let me give you, let me again, give you some numbers. It's, here. it's gross. Yeah. In the, in, a, in the fantasy playoffs, week 16, 15, 16 and 17, he scored a total of 17.3 points, which was 5.8 points per game. And if you take those playoff numbers and again, extrapolate them over a 17 game season, that would be 98.6 points, which would have put him at running back 47. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, with Latavius Murray. But we know how we know how people get in the in the fantasy community. A player blows up like this, they they the player tends to be overhyped in the offseason and inflates his ADP. Now, um, while I'm talk while I'm finishing up, can you look and see if he's still on Atlanta next year? But you know the the thing, the big thing, uh, the the big thing uh, about Patterson is that it, you know he had his breakout season eight seasons too late. Yeah, this is the, yeah. he's going into his tenth season. He's going to be, and if anyone is going to draft a thirty-one year old running back slash wide receiver, 
they will get fooled. Yeah, so I, I completely agree, and as Eddie brought right up, uh, for those of you watching live, disappeared end of the season, as you said, all pass. Yeah, if you want to talk about what he did this season, you could just look at, like, people mentioned at the beginning of the season how great he was, and that was like a four-game stretch at the beginning where he was an absolute world killer. But then Debo Samuel came out, and Debo Samuel did it better. Exactly. Debo did it much better. Um, so I think that the, there might be an overcorrection there. Maybe maybe he's going to be undervalued because of what he the recency bias of just losing pe people season. Um, what I think there is, is not is the yes they did use him differently. He's thirty one years old. You know what happens to thirty one year olds? They get worse as the season goes on. You know why? Because this body is not made for this game. Yeah. And you, you can see it all the time. I, I always watch that with quarterbacks. Quarterbacks always come out really strong mm -hmm. and then maybe have, you know, get a little faded towards the end of the year. And, and that's exactly what happened to him. Uh, usage was bad. His team was bad. So maybe with a scheme change, he can be used a little differently and still put up some fantasy value. But I would I would watch for the overcorrection there personally. I think he, he might be a little undervalued. Uh, well, the, the thing is, the reason why I bring this up is – the only other time he scored more than 100 points in a fantasy season was in 2013 when he put up 139 points. He scored 206.6 points. That that completely blows out the previous <laughs> the, the, the that that's everything. more that blows out everything. That's more than his last 3 seasons combined. I yeah, I concur. I concur. So, yeah. anything else Steve, that you have to bring for us today? No, I, I mean, you know, it, it was a lot of fun doing this. I, we're going to have a lot more fun doing some off-season stuff and, and analyzing numbers, and I'm looking forward to it. Tell them about i80sports.com. Well, it, you know, if you go to i80sports.com, you can, you can check out our new merch. Bob, if you don't mind standing up and modeling one of our new shirts that, that you're I do, wearing. so I'm going to stay seated. But uh, <laughs> you can go over to i80sports.com and see them there. We're going we're gonna to hold this as a, uh, you know, this is a you know, not a runway show. This is a lot of people listening on the radio right now. So go to idsports.com, buy a t-shirt. You can find our gear. new logos. Our new logos, our new branding uh, is all over the place. So buy a t-shirt, enjoy, uh, subscribe, click the like button, cover, you know, read some MLS bets. I'm, I'm the only one who writes Major League Soccer bets every single week. Go read some, win some money with us. Uh, I'm out. Mic drop. <laughs>